figure it out. Oh, did you hit record? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> bad. Uh, hey, guys. Welcome back. CrossFit Control Podcast. We've been out for a while. Um, Heather and Whitney did last week's episode, but we got myself, uh, Heather, we got Coach Matt, and then we have uh, Matt number two with us, too. Um, and Coach Matt had a really good topic to discuss because this is something that... Which Coach Matt? Which Coach Matt? Old Coach Matt, yeah. I guess, we're referring to me as the old one. Well, I guess by the time this podcast does come out, we will have two Matts on the coaching staff. Um, I still got to get your contract together. But, uh, yeah, we'll have your red shirt by Monday. So, um, so Coach Matt runs a kids program, has been doing CrossFit with us since June of 2020. June yeah, you came up on the anniversary list yeah. this week. So, That's coming up there. almost on two years. Oof. And so we were, he sent me a text a couple of weeks ago and basically it's burnout, right? Is that the easy way to say it? Yeah, so yeah. anytime you do something 12 to 18, up to 24 months into it, you're going to hit a burnout phase. And with CrossFit, it's, uh, you know, we as coaches, we set you up for success in your first 12 months. So you're hitting PR after PR and you're just, you're having all these wins. You're doing things that you never thought possible. And then about 12 months into it, maybe up to two years into it, you hit a burnout phase where you're like, I haven't PR'd in three months. Why am I still doing this? Um, you'll have days where it's not really fun or you're sore. And that's our topic for today. So we're actually, Matt's going to kind of lead it and he's, he's going to discuss what, how, how he views it and how he gets through it. So, yeah. So it actually had started, um, I think I posted on Bright Spots Friday or something, and somebody had actually, one of the other members reached out to me uh, via private message and just said they had watched me working out one of the workouts and just looked like I was hating it and struggling through it. And I was honest when I responded to her that I was. I mean, it did just some days. I There's days where I struggle. There's days that I struggle to get through the workout. I try not to let my frustration show. Being a coach, I don't want to have, everybody else see me like in that light, but there's days I do. I mean, there's days I look at the workout and I'm just like, I, I don't want to go do this. I I'm tired today. I, I just, I don't want to, or whatever it is, there's an excuse or a reason or whatever, but you know, then there's also that drive where I remember what it was like three years ago, how hard everything was then. So once again, it goes back to where I choose my hard where it's, is it hard today just to get through this? Or do I want to, you know, live that lifestyle I had before? So it stinks sometimes. There is that burnout. It, I do get tired. I do have days where, you know, it's definitely like, ugh, box jumps. They're not my favorite. I'm going to be 100% honest. They're just, I just don't love them like I should. But like yesterday's workout. But after yesterday, like I felt good. Like yesterday's workout, we had a bajillion box jumps. I loved them. I did good. I liked it. So it just has its ups and downs. That's interesting because box jumps was your first goal. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even jump on the box, barely even step on it, to be honest, to start with. So then yesterday, I don't even know how many we did, but there was a lot in the workout. So did you mean to throw that box jumps? It has its ups and downs. <laughs> yes. Quite punny, huh? <laughs> uh, but with that, it's very easy to get caught up in that kind of, even like when we look at our social media kind of thinking as far as like we post the PRs, we post the good stuff, but sometimes there are going to be those bad days where we just move and that's okay. Sure. Yeah. This week, actually, after last week, there was a couple of days or the last Friday's workout. I was just, my legs were so sore. 
when I came in Monday, like I barely was able just to get through the workout and I, I got through it. I didn't go hard or anything, but it then I didn't, I don't post about that. But like after that, I was like, man, I'm glad I went in and just got through that. And just, we didn't, I didn't move a lot of weight. It was a light day for me. It was more of just like, Hey, move PVC pipe day type thing. But I came in, I felt better after I got it done. And it's always that way too. Typically, you know, you'll, you'll think yourself out of it before you get here. Like I can't do it. I don't want to do it. But once you get here, you get moving, you get through the workout and you're just like, ah, oh, I'm glad I did that. Or I feel better now, even may not have wanted to, but you'll feel better if you just come and do it 99% of the time. So what do you say to athletes? Uh, like this is, this is something that came up this week. Um, let's say I'm a, I'm an RX athlete. I'm, I, I do RX 99% of the time. Well, then I just had an injury. I'd rather not do the workout if I can't do RX. How do you approach those athletes? Because we had, we had an athlete this week was like, oh, I always use a thirty five pound kettlebell, and my back hurt, so I didn't want to scale down. I just decided not to do it. And we try to tell them, you're you're better off coming in and, and swing a five pound kettlebell, get some blood flow to the area, right? For versus sure. just, I mean, how, how do you approach that? I try to use myself as an example. Typically, like if there was that, like because I, I mean, tip. 99% of the time here at 6 a.m. in the morning class. So I've already been through the class before I coach it. I already know what to expect. I already know how most of the class is going to go. And if somebody comes to me and says, hey, this is bothering me or that's bothering me or I don't want to do this or, you know, if somebody's not feeling it that day, you know, we can, you know, definitely have progressions, different things they can do. But, you know, it's okay to not do the most in the gym. It's okay not to be lifting the most weight that day if you're, max is 200 and you're doing 100 that day that's fine that's okay to have those days i mean you don't want to do it for months in a row but there's gonna be days your body just says hey you know what we need to chill out a little bit today and let's just do like an active recovery or let's just you know move with the rest of the class and just cut back a little bit and that's okay that's okay to do that i try to make that known to everybody like if they come to me and say hey this, i'm not doing i can't do this today then let's find something that we can do and make it work what do you think some of like at least from our experience what are some of the signs as far as like that burnout or like what what can that look like or kind of present as mm, facial expressions just walking in the door you can kind of tell sometimes like the way that people like throw their bags down the way they just kind of walk in like well, I'm here, let's get this crap over with kind of type mentality, which you don't see it a lot here. But I mean, there are days when I can see people are just like, they come in, they kind of just plop down on the bench, they put their shoes on. They're just like looking at me like, please get this over with as quickly as possible. And it just, you can see it in their face. You can see it throughout the warm up. Typically as a coach, you can watch people and see that they're either struggling that day or something's going on. Something's not the same as usual. I try to keep an eye out for that. So this is where you guys as members step in. Because <clears throat> this is what makes CrossFit Control different is we, like, we do it as coaches, but then honestly all of our members do the same thing. So if you see that frustration on someone's face or you see that struggle or that, like Matt said, they're throwing down their bag or they're just upset, it, it doesn't take much. Congratulate them on their workout. Tell them good job. Cheer them on. That kind of stuff means so much to other people. And it's it's just a small thing that you can do. Sure. And if you see somebody scaling back, I mean, it's just, it's okay. And I, 
I don't, I work out next to P. Riley quite a bit. And like yesterday, she just was like, I'm just doing step ups. And I'm like, that's perfectly fine. Don't worry about it. Like, we all have, I do the same thing. Like, I try to emphasize when somebody comes to me and says, Well, I got to scale this back. I scale stuff back all the time. Like, I have to have other members sometimes show movements because I can't do them yet. So, I don't find it being a, a big deal as much. So I try to make it not seem like a big deal to the members or athletes as well. Like, Hey, that's fine. Like, let's go ahead and scale it back and get you to hit that intended stimulus. Or if you need to scale back because your legs are super sore or your arms hurt or your shoulder hurts or whatever it is, that's fine. Let's just get you moving today and have a decent workout. Who does it matter to yourself? That's, and that's, that's honestly it's, it. Yeah, I think we get so caught up in who's beside us, what they're doing, what the leaderboard says, or what the, you know, the workout says we should do versus, okay, it's me versus me. So what am I doing today to be that 1% better? Or, you know, my 100% might not be the same as Monday's 100%. It might not be the same. Maybe next Tuesday is going to be way better for me, but it's really how we're feeling today and really just making it you versus you. 100%. And there's days where... I mean, I work another job. If I had to work 14 hours the day before and then I come in at 6 a.m. after work until 5, you know what I mean? Like then there's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. I'm here coaching till 7.30 or so. I start my day at 4.30 in the morning and I'm here till 7.30. I come back in the next morning at 6. It's early. I mean, those are long days. And some days, those days, I'm pretty peppy in the morning. And other days, it's like, whew, it's Thursday. I'm on my third day in a row of these long days. I may take it a little easier that day. I don't know. It's okay, though. What would you say to someone who doesn't know how to scale? Or like, let's say someone's struggling with this right now, but they don't know what to do. Ask us, ask, ask, don't be afraid to ask for help. It's, and then don't be embarrassed by it or anything like that's why we're here. I mean, at a hundred percent, I try to explain all the time, you know, like when people are like, oh, thanks for, thanks for helping me figure that out. I, a hundred percent. That's why we're here. That's why all of the coaches are, we all do this because we want to help you all. I mean, hundred percent want to help everybody it's it's what it is it's we all care we all always are talking about all in a good way of talking about you guys and thinking about ways we can help you and make you all better but it's because we care and we want to see you succeed so if the one day you're not feeling it and you need an option then just come to us and say hey this is where i'm at today what can we do and we'll we'll help you i think with that too I know we talked about this earlier, but like you don't need permission to scale uh, as right. far as like coaches. We were talking about that, making sure that athletes are scaling correctly. Like just because that board says, you know, it's a 35 pound kettlebell doesn't mean that today like we have to. So we can give ourselves that permission to scale if we're feeling that burnout, if we're not feeling it today. But it's totally OK to just move. Yeah, the weights on the board, too, aren't those are. I don't know. I think sometimes we get so caught up in, I want to hit that RX or RX plus button. And it's that button is trivial. Yeah. That button's trivial really. It's in in the end of end of things. It's just a button. So if swinging a 35 pound kettlebell that day makes you a better athlete in the long run, rather than swinging a 53 pound one and struggling and dying, basically it doesn't, it, that button means nothing like it. I could, it just, I don't know. I, I find sometimes I'll see athletes chasing that button or that RX number so hard. And it's like, well, why don't you just scale that weight back a little bit, then do the box jumps instead of step ups or something like that along those lines, or get that full range of motion instead of well, I'm, I'm doing 250 today. Well, 
let's do 200 and get a full depth squat instead of doing 250 and quarter squats. And so I think we chase numbers a lot instead of chasing the proper technique or, you know, if we need to scale back just to, to do it right, that's what we need to do. I think we do a good job of keeping our athletes in their, in, in their lane, you know, and, and we really try to focus on, you got to hit the intended stimulus versus trying to hit the RX numbers or weight or whatever. But I, I'd tell you, we could do a whole another episode on, I think we have done an episode before on this because <laughs> it is like to me, RX is, did you hit the intended stimulus? And the intended stimulus is not just being under the time cap, it's being over the lower end. Like if you're one of those athletes and every single time we get like yesterday, the workout was, should be finished in 11 to 15. If you finished in nine, you didn't scale up correctly. You went too easy. And again, like we're talking about some days are going to be those days where you're just coming in to move and that's fine. But if you're that athlete that every single time we do a workout, you're finishing five to 10 minutes before everyone else, you need to modify up. You need to make it more challenging. If you're the athlete who is always RXing and you're always at the top of that time cap or over the time cap, try scaling. It's actually harder. You don't get as much rest time. Yeah. You, know, you don't stand staring at the bar or staring at, you know, pull-ups or whatever it is. You're moving more. It'll, it'll be better for you. I mix. I mix them up, to be honest, because there's some things I can do more towards the RX side, and then there's other things I can't, so... I look at all three the the options and then just take what's best for me out of those options and and you know scale it to that. Where are we at on time? Thirteen forty one. That's good for this episode. I'm gonna drop some mental knowledge and then you guys can talk about it. Um, so something too with burnout. A lot of the times when we do show up to the gym on the hard days and it's oh I have to or oh like this workout. Um, something that I've been trying to do recently is think about, I get to, like, we have the choice, we have the ability, we get to move our body, we're healthy, we're able to do all these things. So kind of shifting that perspective. So yeah, maybe I can't do that heavier weight today, but I get to do box step ups. I get to do the kettlebell swings. I get to do all of the cool things that my body allows me to. So kind of switching that. So I just wanted to get your guys' thought on that. Yeah. hundred percent. Like I, like Devin said at the beginning, I, I couldn't do box jumps before. And now, like, I do 20-inch box jumps, no problem. I can do 24-inch, but it's like, it's one of those things in my head. But, like, I get to do those now. Like, it's no problem. And like just Heather just said, you you have that mindset of I get to do these things. That is, that's a huge switch to turn on in your head that I work in a nursing home, actually, is my other job. So I, I get to see people on the extreme other end of that. I mean, one of the, the folks I just looked at, I had out the other day is only seven years older than me. And I was like, holy cow, this person's in a wheelchair the rest of their life. And it's not that they're physically unable. They just have let themselves get to that point. And they're just going to sit in a wheelchair and just ride their life out in a nursing home. And I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm physically able I'm going to live my life because I get to. And, you know, that's, that's a huge thing is, is seeing that and knowing that you you being able to come in here you're getting to live your life so you know i like that that you get to mentality that's a good that's a good one um a thing with burnout that i like to kind of think of is even though you might not be hitting um like the weight that's written for like the rx uh, you're still getting that exercise and you're still getting the movement in which is going to work um, more so better towards like developing um, future exercises. 
um, more so than just taking the day off. So even if you're feeling that burnout, like you don't want to come into the workout, just coming on in, moving, scaling back, it's still going to be more beneficial than skipping the workout entirely. Um, like what Heather said, with just coming in and getting it done. 100%. Like I went through a little while there where I, I went back and wait quite a bit to work on like snatches, overhead squats, stuff like that, just to learn those movements better. And I, at first it's like, man, I don't want to just put tens on the bar and do this stuff. It's embarrassing. And then now I'm so far past that now. It's like I tease Katie because she called the other match strong mad because he's stronger than me. There's no doubt about it. I, it is what it is. It's just the way God made us. But I tease her a lot because she's like, oh, he's strong, Matt. And then I started thinking like, well, I don't, it's okay that Matt's stronger than me. Like I, that's perfectly fine. I like the way he moves well. He does a lot of things great and he is strong. So that's okay. He's stronger than me. It is what it is at this point in my life. But I was okay also with scaling back, learning how to move better because Devin and I had talked about this. This was months ago, but he said, sorry about that. Somebody's fooling with their microphone that uh you know scale back learn the movements better and you're gonna get stronger and it's been true because i've hit some pretty good prs here lately where it's been like 20 pounds and i was like holy smokes learning how to you know make these movements better and moving my body better by scaling back has made me a stronger athlete here in the long run uh, it should also be known we're gonna see how i move when i get up to old matt's age uh, and and then we'll do the comparisons there well, sounds good sounds strong, good <laughs> then we'll do a podcast in 20 years and yeah. <laughs> see how that goes i'll be patricia's age at that point you're gonna old patricia patricia sass too with yeah that. i'm sure yeah, there's no <laughs> doubt about that <laughs> wrapping up this episode though if you are feeling that burnout remember we get to move. It's about celebrating our bodies and the cool stuff that we can do and kind of, you know, give yourself patience, give yourself grace as we go through stuff. It's not always going to be that highlight reel. There are going to be the days, but remember to just take it easy. Be patient with yourself. And remember our coaches are human too. And if you have a day that you're not feeling it, just let us know, let us know. We can help you find something that'll help you get through the day because we're, we're the same as you all. We are all athletes too. We all work out just like you guys do. And we all have, we're not perfect. We're not on a pedestal or anything like that. So if you're having a bad day or a burnout day, just say, hey, let us know. Like, hey, coach, this is it where I'm at today. We'll find something for you too. Thanks, everyone.